0: I am your guide through these vast new realities.
1: Follow me, and ponder the question... What if? I have seen everything that has ever happened, ever will happen, ever could happen, and yet... What the hell is this?
0: Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm of course your host, Bankole Mokwede. This episode, I'm talking about What If with Ibuka, most especially how we're meant to digest it and how Marvel wants us to appreciate and understand What If. Then later, Obi and I to discuss the season three premiere of Succession. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And of course, I'm joined by a producer turned regular guest, Ebuka Nnamani. Whoop whoop, nigga, what's up? Before we talk about the Marvel animated show, What If we just completed this season on Disney Plus. A few programming notes. So last week we released three episodes on Succession Season 1 and 2. Going forward, in order to keep up with Succession's release schedule, we're gonna be releasing episodes on Wednesdays. And then maybe some additional episodes on Monday or Friday. But also, just for you to keep on top of everything, follow us on any platform that you listen to your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Google follow us um and also follow us on social media it's popcorn underscore dinner on twitter and popcorn for dinner underscore pod on instagram and then you can know what
1: episodes are what's happening man niggas, yeah you, you niggas need to go see what's going on like banky just called me now to hop on this episode for what if and he just assumed that i would have watched what if meanwhile there's people i know in real life who aren't they don't like you guys need to know what's going on it's not every day wherever netflix feeds you on page one
0: you know i don't understand people like i, I don't want to say that i don't know people that like i know people that only watch shows that are on netflix yes it's like and i don't understand how they live their lives like that <laughs> to me that's that's a whole not even on amazon prime like do like it was not on netflix i am
1: not watching. like i'm not i'm not even kidding with you like there's people who probably like will be so interested in other things but they just never bothered mm-hmm. to Cut cut like cut like half of this because we don't want to alienate our potential fans <laughs> Sometimes you need to hear the harsh truths. Okay.
0: To, if, if, if somebody needs to tell you something that like you're messing up for you to go back to watch good stuff, that's what you need to yeah, hear. Yeah, man. Yeah, Popcorn for Dinner Podcast is on the Podstar Podcast Network. The Podstar Podcast Network is a podcast network um dedicated to enhancing Nigerian and African podcasts. We are one of their recent inductees into the podcast. You can find Podstar on Instagram. Their handle is podstar, double underscore. So that's at podstar, double underscore. So yeah, we're part of the Podstar Podcast Network, which is a really cool thing. There are some really cool podcasts on there. So um, go check them out. But also, obviously, tell your friends and family about our podcast. So, if you don't like it, tell your enemies about our podcast. Whichever, just tell someone. And tell them about the Podstar Podcast Network. Yeah, so that's it. Oh, Ebuka. Yeah? Let's talk about What If.
1: Okay, let's go. We're
0: not going to talk about the, the show What If, because I feel like, or rather like as a recap or review, because I think we'll do that later in, in the year. But I have a question about What If, and it came to me when I was watching the finale, or rather when I finished watching the finale. And the question is essentially, how does Marvel want us to digest What If? Because here's the thing. What If was essentially pitched as... This was a Marvel anthology show where, obviously, it's in the multiverse. Every episode is different, and things are different, and each episode explores a new story. We understood that, but obviously, as it runs, episode eight and nine are uh, a continued story, and episode nine then it br- brings in everyone from the previous episodes into this big battle against Super Ultron Vision with the Infinity Stones and everything, and. I don't know if I if I enjoyed what if as a singular story. Okay. If that makes sense. Like if Marvel is pitching what if as a collection of a story into like a a universe of stories, right? In which this is the story. The story starts with Captain Carter and ends with the guardians of the multiverse fighting Vision Ultra. Yes. I don't know if I enjoy that as much as here is a peek into. A random universe. Into a random universe and some interesting characters and maybe we might do stories with these characters. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes, it so definitely, I don't definitely know makes sense. What Marvel how do you think Marvel wants us to digest what if? As one singular story or as like
1: parts of new parts of a story, if that makes sense. Um, see the thing is like I would say they want us to digest it as independent episodes. Only because like this might be a moot point because they're Marvel and they have so much money they can do what they want but there's so much attention to detail in all of the universes they created mm-hmm. that I feel like it would be a waste to turn that into just a team up of the best heroes from each universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if we're taking just Thor from the Thor episode, that is a massive, massive discredit to that episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and same thing if we're taking Star-Lord only Star-Lord T'Challa from that episode, then we're doing a disrespect to everything else. On your point, the
0: biggest example is the zombies. Yes. All we get from that is Wanda back. Like, yes. We don't get Peter Parker. Or, we don't or get like, closure, yes. Or like Ant-Man's head or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I mean, look, we're going to, there's probably going to be a season two of What If. I think some of the stories will continue. We're probably going to see Captain Carter, maybe even in live action. I would never say no to more Haley at well. But it's like, I think if this, if the show had concluded with like two individual stories or whatever, but there was a clear demarcation between... And it's a weird thing because I think when the show was first announced, this is obviously we didn't know that the show was going to follow Loki. Or rather, we knew the show was going to follow Loki, but we didn't know Loki was going to open the door to the multiverse, right? I wasn't as excited for what it because I felt, okay, it's animation, so maybe they are using the animation because it's not going to have that much of like, a stake or an impact into the wider universe so i was like okay i'll watch obviously because it's marvel but i'm not that invested into it but then when loki does what it does, i'm like okay so this is like a peek into different worlds in the universe that's interesting to me captain carter episode one was a bit it was first avenger right so it wasn't it was just first avenger but with Haley atwell's character instead but then episode two which i think for me still remains the best episode of the season shows you what What If could be, right? And if that was that, if we just saw Star to T'Challa, I love What If on that concept as a way into these new worlds and new characters and showing us what could be. Yes. It's right there in the name, What If. Like, we can then think about what could happen if Pepper teams up with Shuri to fight Killmonger. Yes. That's a whole different world I want to know about. I want to know about Doctor Dark Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Supreme, like what happens there. I want to know about how the guys fight zombie Thanos, right? But then when it becomes... And look, Marvel has this formula where they're going to obviously make everything interconnected in the end because that's, yes. that's what they are right now.
1: That's what I was thinking. That's the
0: they've established their, their thing. But I just feel like with this one thing, maybe if they had made it an anthology show, really, yes. it might have been...
1: I, I prefer to digest it that way. Have you seen some way. people say, like, what if is supposed to be the origin story for Uatu the Watcher in the live-action MCU?
0: I don't know. I mean, look, I definitely think that, like, a lot of things from the animated show, from this show, are going to cross over into the MCU. Like, I think, I think it's important. Let's think about the characters that... I mean, it's possible. What you just about what is is very possible. If they're going to make him, maybe, maybe in live-action, he's always going to interfere, and they're explaining why he's interfering. Yes. That's, that makes sense. I think there's some characters that, that Marvel really came back to, and I think we shouldn't disregard that in What If. Like, for example, you can clearly see that they had, obviously, this is very depressing, but they had such big plans and ideas to do with T'Challa because he has four appearances in What If. Like, yes, you can see that, and he delivers some of the best lines. You can see that they had big plans for them. I think the movies, the shows are also saying, "Look, Doctor Strange, think about him. Like, there's yes, there's more to him. Yeah, this guy is powerful." there is something here to talk about. And, I, and I, which again, which is why I think if they had, if they said, look, this is, how, this is how strong Dr. Strange is in other universes. Yes. So be expected for what happens in our universe. I like that idea instead of saying, okay, he comes back and he leads the guardians of the
1: multiverse. If, right. If they used, sorry to cut you short, but if they no, used, no. if they used what if the way you were saying to, make, to like drip feed us ideas like, oh, Dr. Strange is really strong Mm-hmm. Or look what can happen here or even like just use it as a way to pass on trivia knowledge from like the comics or deep stuff that is not immediately obvious then people yeah. then yeah i get i definitely get your point and i think they did do that they do some of that like i think hank pym
0: plays a part in two episodes yes right the zombie episode and when he
1: kills the avengers and I think, again, that can't be a coincidence. Yeah, because Hank Pym has never been, even in the live action MCU, he's never been a good guy. Like, yeah. he's always had a little bit of dark in him. So he might have something, to do, might have something big to do in, like,
0: Quantumania. Like, um, I think between Wonder Vision and even, like, the Zombies episode, they're like, look, look at Wonder Vision. Like, I think, again, it was like, look at these characters. Yes. Was look at Captain Carter. Look at T'Challa, yes. look at Hank Pym, look at Dr. Strange, look at Wanda, look at Vision, because there is more to happen with you. And, and I really liked that. At the end. I was like, I don't know. I think, look, I loved, not well, I didn't love it. I loved the fight in the finale. I liked the episode. I liked the finale episode as, yeah. for what it was, right? But I just felt like maybe this is one place where the other option could have been better. If, you, if, they, if they went as here are different, we're not going to tell you what it means now, but here are different parts of a male. I'm not gonna give you the full meal, right? So now.
1: what what would you would you have taken out Ultron completely from the equation?
0: It's harsh because I, I think this Ultron really improves on the Ultron in the movie. So like it's nice to see this kind of Ultron. Yeah. But I also think he does what was said earlier, which he says look at vision.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Right. But I really But I also really like episode eight. As as so, an episode.
1: Oh, the one right. where he goes crazy.
0: So if we could if we could even end it as that or yeah, or uh, if the watcher interface and the watcher is one that wins, whatever. But let it be contained to that story. And I don't, we don't need to have the other guys come back. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's like, because again, the people that know about the multiverse from this is nobody that we know. Like it's not as if it's party thought. It's not like our nobody from our universe yes, is yes, involved yes. in this
1: in this thing, right? And it's, look, the team up. See, one thing the team up was fun. You can't, you can't take that away yeah, from them.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, like, I, liked, I liked it. I liked the fight. I liked Dr. Strange again was like, look, yes,
1: I'm you, Dr. Strange. There's this things thing. I can
0: do here. So I just think, uh, I, I think in this case, look, I mean, it's like, I would have preferred A. Yes. But they gave us B. And in B, there's also fun. There's a yes. bit of fun in B. Nobody's arguing with that. I, but I just feel like with A, there was something to do something different and actually give us a proper anthology show. Just give us, these little peaks into into different universes I'm saying what was Marvel's Marvel's intention of like okay I want people to see a story
1: a coherent story
0: a a coherent story or do we just want to see them like a random anthology because like there is no episode where I was like if anything I was like oh I would love to see more about that character yes but I was never like oh, that ended
1: abruptly. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. I understand, definitely. I never
0: said, oh, we need to go back right now. Yes. I
1: was like, oh, that's interesting. let to see more about that character. As much as I liked all the new characters, the episodes felt perfectly typed. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that was my main question. Like, what, what, How are you really meant to digest? Me, I, I'm thinking I'm sticking with the Uatu the Watcher origin story, but I really, really liked the anthology. I didn't like them coming together, maybe, mainly because I didn't like the final fight. I felt like it was a bit contrived and the vision ultra and hybrid was too weak for someone who conquered so many universes but that's me nitpicking mm. but I, I like
0: the the tag team between captain carter and
1: and T'Challa. black widow no no the oh, one way somebody oh, yes. went down and one somebody went up yeah that was i mean even the end where they
2: the yeah. arrow
1: yeah yes that was beautiful but yeah, they had so many, so many, so many good stories and Marvel went to darker places. That's what I was saying. I was saying, like, I don't think they took What If as seriously as their cinema stuff because they went to dark places in right, What they If. Were, they were very dark in yeah. I mean, What I would have to say, quite yeah. Yeah. dark. So it's like, they, I think they just took it as an experimenting board and then they did the, the finale as a, oh, we know this works, a team up works. People like to see fun heroes together, working together. Mm. So that's what they did. But I definitely agree with you. I loved the experimental nature of the first eight episodes a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it could have done without, without the
0: team up, right? Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: and I think they should, they should, like obviously we're going to see a season two, mm. but I feel like they should just keep doing it. It doesn't even have to be what if. They can find other... don't oh, they can, know,
0: they can keep on doing what if. I think you can even
1: do it in a way where it doesn't, just do just random, just like yeah, have fun
0: just go have fun it with it could that. literally
1: be one day in the life of thor or one day in the life of and you can you can try it with time different time. animation styles and stuff yes like that. exactly what. man
0: and i think obviously as we go further into the mcu you have more more things to do for example what if what if um black widow never left the red room or things yeah. like that as in, yeah things like that so
1: yeah exactly we could like you said merge it into the main mm-hmm. universe and ask questions what if this didn't happen in the main universe what yeah. if blah blah because I, I, i'll be surprised if we never for
0: example see i mean obviously we won't see star lord t'challa in live action i'm sure we would have if yes. obviously everything was was good um there
1: was episode seven separate... wasn't that party though oh party Thor! party thor episode had some of my favorite jokes in the entire series well, really? Yes. From, from all of them, from Loki, it, was, little, it yeah. was from Darcy. It was just really good, man. I think like we will see these guys again. Either it's maybe
0: in a 20 minute spell in a movie or whatever, yeah. but we will see these guys. We'll see not, something like Captain Carter. 100%. We're going to see Eliatoa wear this suit. That's going to happen sometime. Yeah. But yeah, I think was, I was I going was, to was, I was like, 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 have that discussion with some of them. Like, what exactly? One, what do they want us to do? How do you want to digest it? And two, what's the best way to digest it? And I think best to digest is as an anthology show that is an entry into a new world. Yes. Yes,
1: yes, definitely.
0: Again, example, the whole Killmonger episode, which I thought was one of the better episodes, right? Yes. It's annoying to me that has already resolved. Because when Pepper and Shuri go into the room, he's no longer there. And yes. now he's in the fucking Like, there's that that's over. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I would, yes. I would like to see that oh, again. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I get you. That is your one gripe with what yeah, if. Yeah, everybody's in season two. I'd, I'd like to see
0: things like that again. Do you have your you ranking versus your top five? For what
1: if? No, no, no. I think I just enjoyed them for what they are. I know the one I didn't really like too much was the first one because it didn't feel too different from the original mm-hmm. story. Yeah, But... I just enjoy them for what they are. Okay, I had a harder question. Can you rank the MCU show so far? Um, shit. Um, <laughs> I can't put Falcon and Winter Soldier last. But yeah, what you want to. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> I'm just going to give a diplomatic answer and say they're so different. Nah, rank I <laughs> it. Rank it. Okay, do you want to go first? Okay,
0: you, you do yours. <laughs> The first is Loki. Okay. The second is Wonder Vision. Those are those are very close. Okay. Then the third is What If, and then okay. the, third, the fourth is Falconer Winter Soldier.
1: Okay. Um. Now, you don't have to. Be too, now see your truth. My my ranking would be similar to yours, but yeah, when I think about it, I I might I might contradict myself and put Wonder Vision above Loki. Hmm. That's not only, bad. Only, only because the, the you see how Wonder had the fucking themes from the decades, the fifties, yeah, yeah. the sixties. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's just a small, tiny fun detail that mm-hmm. made it just a more fun show to watch. Yeah.
0: Full disclosure, Loki goes above Wonder for me because I don't feel like Wonder fully nailed its finale, it's like the final, yeah, that final fight enough. or whatever. And I think Loki, we all, like, we've spoken about that finale. Yes, yes. Loki nailed that finale. But, I mean, look, I was speaking to Ayo earlier today and Ayo has one division above Loki. I mean, to be fair, that's only because, that was mainly because of his love for Elizabeth Olsen, but still, it's still, it's still above. So, yeah, but I think people, are, people might
1: not be bold to put Falcon on, on last, but, like, it's kind of last. Let's, let's, My let's, brain play. is gl- glitching trying to think of the perfect Dr. Umar soundbite to scream at that Elizabeth Olsen remark, but for some reason, guys, for some reason, guys, Banky thinks Hollywood actresses that are good at their craft are immune from Doctor Umar's slander. I don't slander. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, but yeah, thanks for talking to me
0: about my
1: no worries. What if
0: existential questions? No worries. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about some questions with, with Obi now.
1: Okay, all right. You guys have
0: a
2: good one. In terms of cooperation... It's war! Fuck off! It's war. Fuck off. My dad's the devil. He runs a crime ring, and I would love to hire you because you're a superstar, and I think you can take down my dad.
1: We'll fucking beast him. We'll go full fucking beast! Okay. Action
2: stations. Let's fucking go. Let's get into this shiver 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 <laughs> oh god yeah what a beautiful day what a beautiful day what a beautiful day <laughs> do you want to tell
0: people when you messaged me that you had watched this episode at what time
2: so basically right because um we plan to do this ep- um these episodes monday and i was just like gosh I'm going to actually watch this because i've got work literally first thing i did when i woke up was get on the internet and just watch it straight away because i just couldn't i was just I couldn't take anyone, man. I just had to watch. Yeah, it.
0: by internet, you obviously mean now TV, right? Sure, you of course, internet, of course, now TV. You, you were doing now TV, yeah,
2: of course. Finally, it's been exactly two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're back, man. Was it like seven hundred and like sixty-five days or something? Insane. Um,
0: season two literally ended October thirteenth, I believe. Right. The Roys are back in season three, episode one, written by Jesse Armstrong, directed by Mark mylod. After a week of preparing, Succession is back, and I started watching this premiere, and I was like, oh, wow, I've not felt this way about a show since maybe Game of Thrones.
2: It's that kind of thing where, like, you take a break from a show two years, and you're sort of worried, because, like, the hype for this, like, premiere was insane, because, Mm -hmm. you know, two years years have passed, and everyone has sort of caught up. It's like, it's not just our show now, it's like, Mm -hmm. everyone's everyone's show sure now so it's like you're like oh gosh like can they live up to the hype hopefully it will like disappoint and it's like 15 minutes and just like whoa yes it's <laughs> yes. like yes, yes.
0: um yes. interesting thing that this is the first time personally that i'm gonna watch the show weekly
2: mm-hmm.
0: season one obviously i think i've told the story on this podcast i started i binged it i think after episode nine came out
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And then when season two came out, I was like, "I'm going to wait." So for some somehow, I don't know what kind of superhuman power I had because obviously nobody was watching it then. I waited until like, oh yeah, episode seven, and then I watched the last three. Yeah, like as they came out. So this is the first time I'm, w- I'm going to watch the entire season weekly. So which is like is an interest is a new, new experience for me.
2: But um, before we talk about the episode, what what did you think? Like it wasn't like a red wedding episode, kind of, mm-hmm, of course, shit. But it's just. Everything, because I feel Succession is like, they're obviously great episodes here and there, but there isn't, like, it's really hard when you ask people to pick up their best episodes and stuff. Mm -hmm. You have, the variance is pretty high in terms of like, what sort of answers you'd get. It's not like for, uh, you know, different, you know, Mad Men, there's a suitcase, you know, uh, The Wire, there's, I think, Middle Ground, I think, and Game of Thrones at the Red Wedding. Breaking Bad as
0: Mandias, yeah, I get what you mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, the and stuff. I think Succession, it's just like, because it's like every episode, it's like picking Ronaldo's best season. It's like every, every episode is just great. Everything is just, every single season or every single episode is just kind of like some of every episode, like the season is just sum greater sum of its parts but in that mm-hmm. kind of analogy. Everything just adds up, adds, up, adds up together in the sense that when episodes just keep on joining up, joining, joining up, and at the end, it just gives you this Overwhelming, rewarding feeling that just like yes, these guys know what they're doing.
0: People can tell by the length of our uh, like season one and two recaps. Like <laughs> talking about the seasons of, of Succession is very like interesting and rewarding because as a season, it always has this, this beautiful kind of like a painting where you just look at the whole thing and as one. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to talk about it weekly because I think obviously we talk about episodes we like as we like the episode or whatever, and as things start to fall into place, we talk about it. But then. It's a bit easier to talk about it weekly than obviously if we were with it to talk about the entire season. Three promotions. Three guys are series regulars now on the show. Fisher Stevens' character, Hugo, is now a series regular. Yeah. Carl and Willa. You know, so that should be very interesting. I'm excited about that. But yeah, let's talk about the, the show. Let's the meat of the episode. This episode starts two, three hours after. You mean two seconds? No, I think it's a few hours cause obviously these guys are in the plane. So I'm assuming. Nah, but I mean, for, Ken- for Kendall, it's like,
2: he's just, he just leaving the building, isn't he?
0: Oh, is he, oh is that, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he went upstairs to the hotel. Okay, let's say... Fair enough, yeah. Two minutes to, to two hours. But anyway, it was obviously very, very recently. And Kendall is with Greg and Carolina while the rest of the crew is flying by helicopter to a Croatian airport
2: to plan what to do. Hold on, it's, really, it's mental that, like, <laughs> Hugo can just, like, you know, booking PJs from um, Bosnia or New York or London or Geneva. I'm just like, I mean, you say
0: it's mental, but Hugo was very stressed. He was very stressed, but it's like, Hugo was like, okay, so another plane, okay, sure. Like, he was very stressed out, but yeah, I get what you mean. Like, just like, like, okay, these guys
2: are booking (laughs) like PJs, like it's like a freaking Uber, just like the
0: I mean, I guess it is to them,
2: it is to them, yeah. The 1% is a living.
0: Living Let's try and go kind of how the episode went. I guess um, I messaged you that I had watched the exchange between Roman and and Logan. Yeah. When Logan asks it, when Roman asks him, "Can I, you want me to ride with you?" I watched that way too many times. <laughs> I kept on rewinding to watch it because Logan's line reading there is is ridiculous. What what were your initial reactions when things started? Were you like, "Okay, yeah, I'm I'm back in. This is where I expected." kendall and greg's interactions would be
2: listen listen three seconds in i was back like i i think my the my excitement for this like episode because i've been waiting for two years i've just been like if mm-hmm. the film you know an episode in the fucking moon i'll still watch and i'll still stand anyway so i was just grateful for the you know show to be back in the first place but like coming kind of coming back to your question i think this season it was like I think what sort of like, so I was backing anyway. But what I was like, oh shit, like things are actually getting real now. Is mm-hmm. Logan looks worried, like yeah, Logan is stressed. Looks stressed, like right now he's like, it's just so many things going on. There's Kendall, there's um, there's Stewie and Sandy. He has to please the sh- the shareholders. There's also the matter of the FBI and their ass. Then he just lost, you know, this big big time lawyer um Sonali thinks character Mm -hmm. to Kendall who's trying to take over him and his company plus he's trying to appoint his CEO and everybody is either you know they're good enough of it like they're not what he needs right now because like there was that bit where he was like we need a woman and it's like oh Jerry or 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 Shiv thanks and he's like, but we need experience as Roman or Shiv. G- or be- Jerry. Or oh, Jerry, sorry. But, and then we need a child. We need a child as a Roman or Shiva, And it's just like, fuck. Like, too many things on his mind right now. So, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, you mentioned this. And just at the risk of jumping too far ahead, that's a big LEW for Kendall in this fight, though, to secure Sanai character. I mean, even the PR company, Kendall is making big... Big early strides, notching some W's on his belt as he goes on. Um, Carolina,
2: that was a bit, a bit harsh on Carolina. Well, I mean, he has to he has to have what do you say? No snakes, nobody fucking. Yeah, out. no,
0: no, no. He didn't say that he said no weevils in the flower.
2: No weevils in the flour, exactly. And I was like, what? <laughs> like us everyone... just say rice. Everybody says no weevils in the rice. Why mm-hmm. flower? Succession have to add in their own like spice and seasoning to I
0: I wonder where next we see Carolina, because I wonder if they were just like I'm like, I don't think Logan will just accept her back like that. Well. Because we'll be like, wedding But it's interesting.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: We'll see. Do you know what? Do you know one of the biggest things I enjoyed this episode? What? Jess's usage, man.
2: <laughs> Jess's
0: usage time was incredible. Like, you know I'm a big fan of Jess. And like, they, they gave her lines. She was smiling in the car with Greg. They were, they were en- excited. They were enjoying the moment. Like, I was like, yes, give me more, please. I need more Jess Jordan. The Kendall-Greg guess, Jess Alliance is interesting because, I mean, for Greg, Greg was obviously planted, he tried to tell Carolina that he didn't know what was going on but he's obviously planted his flag somewhere and him and Kendall actually seem like they just made friends, which would be interesting when, when Tom gets back in the picture.
2: I'd love to, going forward, I'd love to just see how that dynamic um, you know, develops with the forthcoming episodes because was it that Greg knew well, Greg has the document. Did he tell Kendall and Kendall just sort of, like, you know, dropped the bombshell last, end of last season? Or did Kendall just speak out of his ass? Like, when was that conversation between Greg
0: and... I think, I think, I think Greg knew. I think Greg knew. I think him lying to Carolina was just trying to, like, do the nobility. I have to, I just believe that he knew because the lie just seemed like a terrible lie to Carolina.
2: When was the conversation between Kendall and Greg um, about like I think the actual conversation that oh, happened on the plane, I still think so no it's no it's more of like the conversation on like okay, have the documents, give it to me like when does that happen it's like the, oh, like well, like the confirmation of like what we i what we are assuming happened you know in the end of last season when does that sort of like further yeah but this isn't two press conference in? implies that Greg has documents on him yeah i i get that but it's i'm i'm kind of talking because we didn't see that conversation between greg we saw the result of that conversation but it's more of Mm -hmm. like okay when does that conversation between greg and kendall in the sense that kendall has to ask greg okay now i need to kill uh, my dad like because he's not going down in the fight so i've got the documents now and the fbi are closing in i've got the ammo to give them okay give me the documents now So, it's like, that's why I'm always, I'm, I'm, the, the dynamic between Kendall and Greg is really interesting, very, very interesting. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Greg, I mean, I'm on the record as to really loving Greg, but I did feel like maybe they went a bit too, not too far, just like half a centimeter too much of Greg in this episode. Are you as, are you as tall as Greg? No, I think Greg is. I think he's six, seven. Jesus. So, you have answered my question, right? <laughs> like, what do you think? Um, I just Is it just because I've watched so much Greg in preparing for this episode that maybe I'm just I think, in my own head? I
2: think you're just like, I think you just want the Greg role. So you're just like jealous. Oh, I would love the Greg role. You're just like jealous of like anytime you're just like, oh, shit, that should have been me. I would love
0: the Greg role. Actually, no, I don't think I'm as, I can't be as funny as he is. How's your awkward? You
2: not have enough awkward in you.
0: I think I can do it. I already slashed. So I actually slashed a bit more. <laughs> I can do it. I can do the awkward.
2: Uh, no, nah, I think I think the Greg role was, I think it was fine. I mean, did you, like, so what, what did you feel like? Like, I just felt
0: like, I don't know, maybe it's because it was the first episode and there's so many spinning plates. I was like, I was not ready to settle down. Like, for example, I felt like the conversation with the PR woman went on like 30 seconds too long.
2: I don't want to jump ahead, but that sort of leads me, kind of lead me to a point about Kendall.
0: What's the
2: point of Kendall? The, I think the guys, like Roman, actually said that let's just wait it out, and Kendall is going to fuck it up because he can't help himself. I was just watching it, and it was just like he has a lot going on. He's such, like, <sighs> on one hand, you feel like bad for him, like he's, you can see he just clearly wants to impress his father. He wants, to, but at the same time, he wants to kill his dad. But like he's just like this broken guy, and he's like a recovering addict as well and stuff. But at the same time, he's like when he comes in and those PR people are in, and they're trying to suggest ways on how to tackle the issue, but then he's just, like, talking over them. Mm-hmm. And, oh, just like, fucking hell, shut man. Oh, Kendall is clearly high. Oh.
0: Right. But I don't know if he's high on... Saliva and uh, adrenaline. Or he's high on coke. Really? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I don't know if Kendall is high on the moment and what he's just done, or he's actually high, because. That's you're right, his interactions are not rational interactions, like he's cutting off the PR people. He's like high energy, he's very, I want to believe, is the moment and not actual quirk that is,
2: yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is. Plus, there's the whole interaction well, just awkward. I talk about awkward, like every single conversation with Raver, his ex wife, is just weird
0: this was my next point now two things
2: strange i'm going to
0: use this rava point to first of all finish my first greg point i don't know what the point of the scene with the rava wine was like obviously i get the fact that rava is uncomfortable and everything but it seemed a bit unless it pays off in the next episode or whatever it just seemed a bit weird to for greg to do something that annoys rava do you get what i I think yeah
2: i think yeah i think they're sort of like building up something
0: Hopefully. Yeah, like but why it like, doesn't need have to be Greg, like she could have been But that's the point. That's, that's the point. Now about Rava. So whenever Kendall speaks to Rava, he's full of bullshit. He's been since since they won.
2: Yeah.
0: I've realized this. But also Rava is not a good person to Kendall.
2: I think no no no. no, no. I'm not I'm I'm not having that. I think it's, I think that's just built up baggage, man. Like, the guy has.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I have it to my notes That is obviously based on things that we've never seen. Yeah, 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 But based on what we've seen, like, she is very mean to him most times. Like, like, I think when he comes over and she's like, oh, so why did you come here? Did you want a pat on the back? Like, she didn't
2: have to tell him that she hasn't seen the press conference. No, but the, the guy's. I mean, she's like, I'm working, but then he's like, oh, you should really watch it. The guy is but just, she's think, on a... I'm so team rather in this conversation because I think, like, you know, someone just keeps on fucking with you, tell them to go do one, man. I'm fucking... I'm not going to keep on asking if you're okay and everything. I think, basically, like there's, there was that whole... I think it was I think season one or season two. I'm not sure. There was that whole... I think they went for dinner and stuff. There was that whole conversation between them. It's like, I love you. And she was like, okay. Yeah,
0: was season one. And he says he's the man.
2: And, and it's that sort of thing where, like, what was supposed to infer from the conversation? It's like, she's probably heard that a thousand times mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm, boring now. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to bullshit her again and she's just not having it again. So I think she's probably just been a terrible husband and a terrible father. And yeah. Yeah, I mean look,
0: all that is I hundred percent believe that was a true, but just like
2: Plus the whole inviting the whole inviting um naomi Pierce That was bad. Like what there is no like have like have some sense of like self awareness. Like what are you doing? <laughs> that was
0: terrible. Um, <laughs> speaking of Naomi, who as listeners of this podcast will know, I'm a big fan of. I'm Tim Naomi, I'm Naomi Hive.
2: You like blondes, don't you?
0: But the fact that Kendall of keeps saying that she's good for him, I like 100% just know that she's not.
2: Wait, like, wait, this wait, wait, is wait. Not wait. going to end well. Are you trying to say that if someone you're seeing is convincing you to go back to your bad habits of doing <laughs> extreme amounts of cocaine, <laughs> are you trying to say that that's bad for you? Is all what you're trying to say? I- I
0: mean, look, just in some situations, in some cases, it's not, it's not always bad for you. Sometimes <laughs> you want to do coke and then go fly a helicopter, but 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 sometimes it might just not be right. But yeah, I mean, look, I love... Well, not love, let's, let's calm down. I like Naomi a lot, <laughs> but I'm trying to see how like, that, that, that that plays out. Don't worry, we'll talk about Shiv this episode. But I want to talk about Rava before we finish there. Obviously, I said that Kendall is always on his bullshit whenever he's talking to Rava. and. There's something that he says there, which is maybe one of the biggest pieces of bullshit that Kendall has ever said. Yeah. In the twenty-one episode of this show, Kendall, I don't know why is or probably I probably don't know why is still so reluctant to admit that what he did was a selfish act, like he did it for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like he tells Rava that he did it for her and the kids. Which I'm sorry, what? That's his dad talking, isn't it? I'm sorry, Kendall. What are you saying? And then he tells Frank that he did it for Frank, he did it for them, he did it for the soul of the company. He told um, Car- Carolina that he did it for the, for the investors for the company. Kendall, no, you did it for yourself. Yep. Like, yep. admit exactly. it, own it. Like, It's like what Logan said, it was a play, own it. Like, don't you didn't do it for your kids. What are you talking about, Kendall?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, just own it. so it's a selfish play, own it. That's his dad talking, and I think he has to. I think it's that thing, like self-perpetuating, like, like just toy yourself again and again and again. And, like, you actually even start to believe it when everyone and around, everyone and their mothers just knows that it's just Mm -hmm. BS. And we can all see it's BS Like you're just, you're an egomaniac and you're doing it for an ego trip. That's all you're doing it for.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I think that's, that's Kendall. I think in terms of, Kendall had a very good episode. Yeah. Like, Kendall became funny. Yeah. Mikey.
2: <laughs> he said we told totally, you I've never killed anybody. That was that was some proper dark comedy right there. I the juice is loose. The juice is loose, man. <laughs> the juice is loose.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I like even though I said I didn't like some of Greg's usage, he still had a good episode. Give me more Jess, please. Like jess, oh bro, Jess had lines. jess was happy. When, when when Greg was like this is so exciting, it's like OJ. Okay. Jess was laughing, man.
2: Let's go across the world. I was going to say, let's go to to Croatia. To the blue corner, yeah.
0: Logan has decided that he's going to hide in countries that don't have extradition, including the Vatican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, and he kind of like divides his war team. He travels with Hugo Frank because he doesn't trust Frank. He tells Frank that twice, which I'm sure would definitely come back to mean something in this show. Yeah. Uh he tells Frank twice so he doesn't trust him. So he travels with Frank, um, Hugo, Carl, and Tom. Then Jerry, Shiv, and Roman, who apparently now become the front runners for the CEO position. Yeah, exactly. Go back to New York to fix shit up. And <laughs> and our boy Connor Man and Willa just left in Croatia <laughs> to, to hold on to the, the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so now Obiora. Um what do you think about Connor's plan? I think we should use it for the podcast. Let's promote this podcast as people wanting to hate watch the pod or hate listen the podcast. What do you think? Mm-hmm. We can use the Aruna cycle for the hipsters and the dipshits. Connor was onto something. Why not? Why not? Yeah, let's 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 use the the the, the terrible reviews. Like if you have a, like if you have a ticket, kill yourself. What what was that review? How <laughs> can somebody say that? <laughs> Uh, but I think I think connor is up to something. Let, let's use that angle to promote the podcast. don't anything that gets listeners for the hipsters and the dipshits. Well, um yeah, I'm excited to see more of, of Connor and Wheeler. But let's talk about the meat of it. So Roman, Jerry, Shiv. Roman and Jerry. It becomes it comes down to the three of them. At what point do you think Roman fucked up his chances during that phone call?
2: When he when he clicked dial, <laughs> straight away. <laughs> so that's, I, I, I'm
0: thinking it's either of that. But I'm, I want to give benefit of the doubt that like when he was pitching himself, his dad was happy. But it was when he was like, but if you don't want me, go for Jerry. That I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Like, you have yeah, to fuck yourself. I think, yeah, I think that's what... Because Logan was about to say something. I think he was kind of, not, yeah, maybe even impressed. It was like, okay, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're sticking your claim. And then because Logan didn't speak quickly, Logan, um, Roman's insecurity came in, yeah. and then he was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then he now tried to backtrack, and then he was saying, well, I still want it, but if you don't want it, give Jerry, whatever. So I think maybe just, like, Logan was going to accept it, and then when he started pitching somebody else, Logan was like, yeah, this is not the person I, I want. So that's kind of, I mean, I think Lo- Roman talking in Croatia in the airport about killing Kendall. That was, I think his dad was loving that. That was incredible from Roman. I don't think Roman believed a word he was saying, <laughs> but he was saying all the, he was saying all the right things. and he
2: wanted to hear, yeah.
0: What his dad wanted. Jerry's, Jerry's CEO now, which is, I, I expected, I expected that she would have a, an important season. So, well not now,
2: but like, she's probably going to be. Yeah, she's like top gap right now, yeah.
0: Yeah, as interim, interim CEO, which is, should be interesting. Let's talk about Shiv, quickly, before we wrap up.
2: Okay. Let's talk about Shiv.
0: So, Shiv doesn't agree with one, doesn't agree with their plan or Roman's plan. She makes that clear that they should cooperate. Shiv doesn't agree with the plan for Jerry to call the. I don't know who she is. Maybe the White House counsel? I'm not really sure who she was. The woman that they were talking <laughs> to, Marianne. Yeah, something but, like that, yeah. Yeah, but someone that they've obviously passed on to from the president. And Shiv also doesn't really believe that um, Lisa Arthur, played by Senator Lathan, would, would take the case. But it has to be a good solution. That was such a, a massive own goal. Like,
2: what are you doing? <laughs> like, fret- what was in the day? It was the, the conversation with um, the White House correspondent, White House representative, who was sort of re- re- representing the, the president. Mm-hmm. It was like, are you threatening the president of the United States? What are you
1: doing?
0: <laughs> what, did, what did Jerry say? That we don't want to be angry with him or something like that? Yeah, we don't want to be angry. Or uh, wanted to be angry with us? And then and it was like, yeah. He's the president.
2: Basically, strong arming the guy. Um,
0: yeah, you can see you can see Shiv's reactions during 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 those discussions.
2: I reckon it's like these people are just so far removed from reality, where they just think they can't get anything they want.
0: Yeah, this is 2019, right? Because I think they said wait for the election, so I think this is meant to be 2019.
2: Really, I thought it was supposed yeah. to be. Um...
0: Because the show
2: hasn't moved like that much. That's true, started. that's true, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't
0: think Logan, has had only one birthday, so we haven't driven it in a year. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you're right. So you're I think
0: it right, started in 2018, and this is 2019, and they're waiting for election year, which is 2020. Um, I'm guessing. But, yeah, so Shiv gets on the plane, at some point between the plane and Lisa Arthur's office. I'm just going to call her Sana Latham, but that's the better name. Mm-hmm. Sana Latham's character tells her, like, I'm not going to take this job, but Shiv just decides that she wants her to represent her what do you think about that like Shiv trying to take Sana later for herself
2: um listen everyone in this everyone in this show just playing games man like Mm -hmm. this is the thing about like this is the thing that what I like about this script or this show in general it's just like you walk into a room you say something someone walks to a room and said oh shit I heard like someone said this about you and boom Mm -hmm. you have a drama straight away and that's kind of what this show is and what this show does really well is that it's just people are just, their game's being played. There's all these little politics here and there. And it's just amazing. And I think Shiv is just sort of like, because she's probably, I mean, the, I think I have discussion now about like, how Shiv and uh, Roman are actually talking about like, maybe dad might be cooked. Maybe this might be the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This might be the time that dad might actually lose. So they're all thinking like, oh shit, if that's the case, we might need to start. Um, you know I need to start planning forward and I think Shiv was sort of like planting those seeds by trying to see if um, Sally Ethan's character Lisa the lawyer could actually represent her going forward. Yeah
0: I think the thing is that if they both for example if both Shiv and Roman at that point think maybe this is when Dan will lose Shiv has an exit Shiv can be like you know what politics I'm going back to my politics I just need to yeah, get out yeah, of yeah. it cleanly Roman doesn't really have one I think why he had to kind of go all in with his dad and yeah. like kill Kendall pitch himself as CEO and everything I think probably Skarsgård's character will come to be that exit chance for Roman as we go on we'll see obviously I could 100% be wrong because he,
2: he's supposed to be I don't want look forward like of seasons. he's supposed to be like a tech CEO. yeah he's like a tech billionaire yeah, investor yeah, yeah. billionaire kind of thing I think right. he's
0: like yeah so that could be like Roman's own exit but yeah but in, in focusing on Shiv like I think she obviously thinks, okay, let me get Senator Leighton's character to probably help me. She might not want to protect my dad because my dad is evil. Yeah. Or maybe she'll be willing to get me out because I'm kind of clean in this situation. Um, but then she quickly finds out that Senator is already talking to, to Kendall. Sarah Snook has very good facial acting in the two-car scene from the airport to Senator Leighton's office mm-hmm. and then Leighton's office to wherever. Very good facial acting. Which then leads me to ask, just a quick random guess, prediction, whatever, going forward for next week, exactly. Where do you think Shiv is going
2: to? Obviously, she's going to Kendall. Obviously. That seems like the obvious answer, though, which is why I think maybe it's not. I think she's probably just incensed by the fact that Jerry's been named CEO. She's just trying to, like, okay, what are my options? Uh, Kendall.
0: And I also think she's incensed by the fact that Jerry was named CEO, but also that the thing that was marked against her was because she didn't complete an impossible task.
2: I was going to say, like, what the hell did the dad expect? Like? Yeah, what did you actually expect? Like, you can't ask me to do something that's impossible and then yeah. mark me wrong like, for not doing it. just, that. like, hold that against, against her that she failed. I mean, obviously, the obvious thing is that she's going for Kendall, which... Yeah, it'd be, it'd be quite funny, though, because, like, she has no leverage. Like, okay, she has Kendall's... If Kendall doesn't want her back in, where does that leave her? Yeah, but Kendall would Kendall would want to back him. Kendall would want to back in, yeah, that's true.
0: Because it would it just helps his case so much. Yeah, because yeah, now he's yeah. not like he's not the random child crying out. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually like he got some, somebody's yeah. giving it um weight. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll be interested to see where I I, I feel like if it was Kendall that would have shown us this week, but I might be wrong. Maybe sometimes maybe the obvious answer is actually just the correct answer, we'll see. But I'm I'm excited for where we are where we are placed, man. Connor and Willa, I know they're going to do something this season, so I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, we haven't, we didn't see uh, Marsha this episode. I'm assuming we'll see her soon. Maybe, actually, I don't even know because Logan's on the other side of the world, so I
2: don't know what happens there. We're going to see the new characters. Yeah, that's what I'm as I'm excited for. I'm excited for the whole Stewie, Adrian Brody, Stewie character. man. We have to see Stewie again. Adrian Brody's character, who's like the, it was like supposed to be like an active active investor or something those guys are like shocked basically
0: stewie was heavily featured in the premiere at the premiere so i'm assuming like he has something Even though every day before episodes or whatever i feel like he's gonna he's gonna move some mountains
2: yeah and um, scar's character as well i'm just
0: yeah i think like i said excited for what happened excited to see when greg and tom meet, meet each other again um. Yeah, I think that look, we can end. The, we can end the episode there. The new trailer that came out today. I'm, I'm not watching it. Oh, that was like I was. Yeah, I'm a, once. Once the show starts, I don't watch any trailer. Like I didn't even watch the last trailer that came out for the show. I watched the first one. And that was it. I'm, I'm like because now that I have context, I'm going to start thinking and overthinking right, and right. and I spoil some things for myself. So like I just allow it once the show starts. Um. But yeah, I think that's a good point for us to end this first recap. We're going to try. We're well, not going to cover every episode, but I think we're going to cover the majority of the episodes um oh also i I tweeted because like now that the episode ended one of the posters kind of seems logical which i which then means it's probably not going to be happening one poster has on one side logan roman tom Mm -hmm. and then on the other side kendall shiv connor greg Mm -hmm. so that seems like very logical now after episode one so i think that that probably won't happen you spent way too much of your
2: time analyzing posters (laughs)
0: <laughs> bro when the show gives me three different posters yes I have to analyse but but I just thought I was like, okay this seems like a logical conclusion now but I think because of that that means it's not um, one more thing before we leave cunt watch he says cunt twice in this episode <laughs> twice and for anyone who like me listens to interviews and shit like that that is Brian Cox's favourite swear word
2: yeah it's not really much of a it's a bad word but like if you, apparently if you say it in the US it's like that's all. That's succession. That is. We back, baby. We back, motherfuckers. We back. Gosh, all these characters are deplorable, man. It's just like watching. It's like fuck. Like I can't even. I'm not. I'm not even sure if I'm team anybody because everyone's just <laughs> fucking bad. I guess. I guess I'm, I guess I'm t- team Stewie because he has a nice beard. But that's it. I don't care about. Oh no, that's that's
0: harsh, that's very harsh. What I was going to say. I don't care as much about like who is winning and stuff. I just want to see. People make good moves, and then people react to those moves.
2: I'm the opposite. I want to see people have people make bad moves, then people react <laughs> to those bad moves with evil fucking that's, words. Bro, I've told you that's what that's what you like, Obira. That's chaos. That's what I want, Obira. Obira, that's what you like. Go and watch Veep.
0: Like Veep is like you know how sometimes people make good moves on Succession. Yeah. No one ever makes a good move on Succession.
2: On
1: Veep, man.
0: Like every move they make is terrible. <laughs> So this was season three, episode one of Succession, written by Jesse Armstrong, directed by Matthew Lloyd, titled. Oh, we do not see the title. Succession. <laughs> and then next week will be obviously episode two, written by Jesse Armstrong and directed by Matt Lloyd, titled Mass in the Time of War. That's it. Um, of course, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to you guys that listened to our um, episodes on season one and two, and who interacted on our on our Twitter. Talking about su- succession that whole week. That was cute. Thank you. Um, one more time, obviously, we're now part of the Podstar podcast network. You can find them on Instagram at podstar__. They're a very cool podcast network with some new and very varied podcasts talking about different things. It's meant to be kind of a collection of Nigerian and African podcasts. So that's quite cool. Shout out to my co-host over here at Georgie Fiatcha. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to Ibuka Namani for joining me to talk about What If and also for his work producing this episode. Shout out to our social media producer, Sineadu Iheji. And shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to Sanei Lathan. She looked incredible this episode. Um, Join us next week when we'll be joined by the full fucking beast, Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys.
2: Bye, guys. Good Packers.